everybody listen to We Are Not Wizards. Because we are the best. And we're not wizards. No matter what anybody says. Goodbye. Horizon Zero Dawn board game review, Steam Forged Games. Now this review is based on the final retail version of the game provided to us by the designer and publisher. We're not paid for this review and we give a general overview of the gameplay, so not all of the mechanical aspects of the game may be mentioned. Now I'm a huge fan of the original Horizon Zero Dawn video game. Its mixture of exploration, imagination and some of the most fun combat you could have cost me hours in leisure time. It was a game that I picked through in chunks, gasped at its breathtaking set paces and scenery and enjoyed a story that while seemed far-fetched, managed to be both full of heart and humanity and sold itself extremely well. So how do you take a game that quite literally covered an area the size of a continent and make it something playable on some pressed and printed trees that sit on your table? You take one of the core facets of the experience and you hone it down into one of the purest parts of the game, the hunt itself. One of the things I enjoyed about the original game was was the combat and how much it required planning ahead of the execution. With a number of resources and possible lines of attack you could take, often what you did before you notched that first arrow would often decide how the entire scenario would play out. In Horizon Zero Dawn in tabletop form, Steamforge have tried to emulate this on the table and how the core parts of the game plays. You're not playing part of a bigger campaign. It's more like the journey of your own warrior as they climb up the ladder in the Hunter's Lodge to be proclaimed the best at what they do. You have the choice of playing with your teammates to victory, against them, or take on the various scenarios yourself. You'll not be facing any of the characters that you know. Faceless Karja and the anonymous Nora will be your friend or competitive foe. You may decide to become an Osiram or a Banuk, but you'll never know their name unless they tell you or you name them yourselves. Predetermined maps will show you how the map tiles are laid out and in what orientation. They'll decide where the enemies and landscape items will be placed. The enemies and hunters will start in their set places and the machines will follow specific patrol routes until they become alerted to your presence. It's up to you to decide how you attack and who first, as once the machines are alerted then you'll either have to stay and fight or move in order to bring one of your team into the line of fire. Just like the video game, you'll have a range of equipment that you can utilise against your mechanised enemies, and just like the video game, you can improve and upgrade the equipment as you deal with set counters that you face. Every encounter requires you to reach a certain target score in order to move on to the next until you face the last difficult encounter. You'll do this through a mixture of movement and deck building. The deck acts as both your equipment and your own source of stamina, bows requiring arrows to fire if you want to take on the machines at a comfortable range, unless you're more comfortable getting up close and personal. Just like a Resident Evil 3, the enemies follow some set AI about who they should be chasing or avoiding. The bigger enemies have their own decks to draw from and some of the components that you can destroy in order to remove some of their skills and abilities. Run out of your own deck and you faint. 
faint too many times on its goodbye to the encounter and potentially the chances to move forward. It all comes back to the planning in order to be the most successful. Horizon Zero Dawn works best when you are cautious and take your time, when you are in control of the situation. The idea here is that you remain in control and decide when the chaos commences, though in all honesty it's sometimes just as fun to light that blue touch petal and set everything off at once. Even a successful attack against you, you can roll out of immediate danger and pull back and attempt a counter-attack. The machines will stay alert, which can be occasionally annoying, but it plays into the fact that this is meant to be a small moment in the bigger picture and it forces you to act rather than wait for things to calm down. By the time you reach the harder encounters, you've grown your deck and your armoury and even the most challenging machines can be felled with some patience and planning. We're lucky to get a chance to play both the Thunderjaw and Stormbird expansions, for those looking to enjoy a supreme ass-kicking in a major challenge they're worth looking out for, even just for the models alone which are absolutely huge, like hand-span huge. I mean, seriously, they need a box the size of the base game just to house them, and they represent the final challenges for those who've mastered the core box. Solo mode works well, and for me, fits the design of the game the best based on the original video game. Competitive mode is normally the most fun as you avoid the wrath of the machines while you take them down and the wrath of other players as you steal points away from them. Competitive works as long as you're happy to tramp over most of the obstacles in your path as it becomes close to being an easy mode, but that doesn't make it any less enjoyable. When it comes to looks, Horizon Zero Dawn is a strange one which seems to fly in the face of the source material while at the same time getting a huge amount of its spot on. The hunters and the machines look amazing on the board, with the high detail showing well on both sets of characters. Many painters out there who love the video game are going to have a field day with this. I could actually see some of the machines spending time in a display of some sort once they do get painted, simply because of the quality. The artwork on the cards are suitably stunning, following a graphical influence from the video game and looking their part on the table. Fans of the game are going to feel like they never left the screen. Almost. The board is dull. I don't know it's meant to be the arena where things happen and the hunt takes place, but apart from a few tokens that are placed on the ground to represent rocks and machine bodies, there's a lot of orangey-brown here, and unfortunately without much else. Again, the Thunderjaw expansion has a stunningly colourful board to play with, but I can't help feeling that they missed out here with the core set. There's no verticality here. And considering the original game had you scaling tall necks in order to survey the scenery around you, it's disappointing to see such a flat field for you hunts. I also get the feeling this is much part of a much bigger picture, and only because this is the core game that comes as part of a much more substantial offering in terms of the original Kickstarter. It makes me wonder if there are other mechanics waiting to be discovered but are contained in other boxes. I'm only considering this because the world of the video game was so huge and so jam-packed. I don't think a single box could do it the justice it deserves. It depends on how you look at what's on offer here. It's a part of the curse of a big Kickstarter. Those who backed big get to see the full pizza, while those who ordered just a slice are hoping that it manages to sate their appetite for the IP. Horizon Zero Dawn board game is a snapshot of a bigger world. Unlike other Steamforge titles like Resident Evil 3, at the end of the campaign the world hasn't changed significantly. The cauldrons will still be producing the beasts that you fight with in this future world. There won't be any stunning reveals as to why the world is like it is. 
You never encounter the red-haired warrior of Alloy from the games. You never really move on from the hunt, and you never get the sense of closure the video game delivered. For those who wanted to play that board game, you might feel disappointed. I feel certain criticisms could easily disappear from the Horizon Zero board game by labelling it what it is rather than what I expected it to be. For all the things I wanted it to be, it manages to deliver on what it is, which is a highly effective deck-building combat hybrid. There's Horizon Zero Fat on this game. It plays well as a series of calculated moments, and my other criticisms aside, it brings the hunt. A wizard is never late. Nor is he early. He arrives precisely when he means to. (laughs) 